Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the latest Hot Potatoes pod, where we tackle head-on two highly contentious opinions, some of our own, others sourced from elsewhere. Is the Etihad a proverbial library? Is Jurgen Klopp bang average? Will we ever be allowed back on Twitter again? There's no point dipping our toe in the water here, let's dive in and see. Joining me on hills they're happy to die on are two blues whose opinions I value a lot, for now at least. It's Asan and Howard. <laughs> Hi Asan, you well? You good? Morning, Steve. I, I am well. I'm good. I'm I'm all of those things. I'm still uh I'm still in good spirits from from the uh the weekend's football and and my personal performance on yesterday's review podcast, which was uh <laughs> as, as as spicy as uh as I needed it to be, as the audience demand that I should be when I'm on podcast. <laughs> I love it. Love it. And how is your laundry? <laughs> yeah, don't, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about fair that. Enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Howard, how is your laundry? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I said, oh, yeah, my laundry's blown into the pool. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I know that that that's why I'm ripping it. It, it is it's a it's a it's a crappy thing to happen, but it's the pool aspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I walked out the house on the way to a meeting during the week. Uh, you know, I missed the Burnley match because I had a meeting that was moved. Mm. I walked out the ma- uh, house, my AirPod thing fell into a puddle, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I cleaned immediately just as I turned out the path, and then a car completely splashed me on the way to the meeting, so that I walked into the school <laughs> like a drained rat, so yeah, he's not getting much sympathy to be honest, and it's going <laughs> to snow here tomorrow, so hey. Apparently so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah which I, I, I'm a big fan of to be fair, I love a bit of snow, so. No, I'm just jealous, if I ever had any money... I wouldn't buy a big house. I'd buy a small house and put a pool in, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. love pools so much, honestly. It doesn't work It doesn't work in the UK, though. You know, like, no, we put it in under program. a... You can have a retractable roof, can't you? So. I guess, but if I'm watching a skip to the country and they go, oh, look, it's got a swimming pool, you think, yeah, use that twice a year, and the rest of the time it's just full of leaves and it's yeah. all baggy. Utility bill of seven point eight million pounds per year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we are digressing quite terribly from the office. Sorry. Sorry. Just <laughs> jealousy. Jealousy over Asanya. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we're going to start with Klopp today because this is a really interesting one because obviously we're coming at it from a city perspective, but I like to think the three of us we're not so tribalized. We can, you know, recognize greatness. Here's the thing, though: is Jurgen Klopp a great manager? The question I'm going to put to you two now is quite simply this, and I'm going to start with you, Asan. Jurgen Klopp will not leave Liverpool at the end of the season as one of the all-time great Premier League managers. What, do you want me to answer that? <laughs> yes. Well, it's patently nonsense. I think we'll, we'll have okay. to start there. Um, I think that uh, in terms of... I think legacy is always a big word. And I think that actually legacy is relatively subjective. So as a, um, as a supporter of a football club, you will view the legacy of your own manager differently than the outside world will view it. But yeah. for me, objectively, Jurgen Klopp is by some distance one of the greatest football managers to ever grace the league um, and trying to diminish his ability 
and what he has achieved in this league uh, by saying that he won't go down as one of the all-time greats is is actually quite offensive, to be honest with you. Like, if you're a football person, then you know what greatness is. And whether we like it or not, Klopp embodies that as a football manager and as a football coach. You only need to look at what he did at Dortmund, what Liverpool were like when he took over, what he's achieved at Liverpool. And on top of all of that, his whether again, whether we like it or not, as supporters, um, his relationship with Liverpool supporters is unbelievable. I mean, we love Guardiola, but like, you know, Scousers are literally saying, I feel like my dad's died when they're talking about Klopp leaving Liverpool. And again, we might cringe at stuff like that, but it speaks to the impact that he's had on a supporter base. So, yeah, I just, I, I find it hard to there's a difference between for me there is a conversation about Wenger Ferguson Klopp Guardiola and Mourinho right there is a conversation about the order in which you would put those managers he shouldn't be in there he shouldn't be in that list because he's won the same amount of Premier League titles as Claudio Ranieri he's won the league once he should not be on the list with the likes of Wenger and and Guardiola and Ferguson these are these are kind of, you know, they're right up there. Klopp is not. He's, he's below those those kind of illuminaries, I would say. Okay, but don't you think that... So, for me, trophies are trinkets that only one club can win on any given season. Uh, and Klopp has had the misfortune, some would say, of managing in a league with Pep Guardiola and Manchester City in it. But mm. that that shouldn't diminish from the work. Like, look, it's dead simple. We hate playing Liverpool. We hate playing Liverpool. The build-up to playing Liverpool under Klopp has been objectively painful for the overwhelmingly vast majority of City fans. And the reason for that is because they've slapped us loads of times and we consider ourselves to be one of the greatest Premier League teams of all time. So I find I find the trophy argument a bit disingenuous if because so for example, purely from a footballing point of view, uh Klopp's Liverpool are a much better, much more powerful, much better coached team than any of Ferguson's United teams were. So yes, Alex Ferguson four four two his way uh however many titles he did in a league that they financially dominated where they bought everybody else's best players. Liverpool haven't done that on the clock. So the, it's very difficult for me to go, yeah, but, you know, Ferguson won all those trophies. Because it's like, well, yeah, he did. But the, there's context around that, just as there's context around the lack of trophies that people perceive Klopp to have had. And I should also confess that I... I was a huge fan of Klopp when he was at Dortmund, and when uh, Mancini went, for me, whether it had been Klopp or it had been Guardiola, I'd have been equally as happy, um, because I think that they were and remain the two best, most progressive, most impactful coaches in Europe, and they've remained at that level 
for a decade. That's something to be really impressed with. See, I mean, the important caveat here is, of course, I'm not saying Jürgen Klopp's a bad manager or I'm not saying any opposite to what you're saying, Asan. But if you're talking about absolute top tier and legacy and how he's remembered, when you started um, out there, you said about how he's been unfortunate to basically managing in the era of Pep Guardiola and that should not diminish what he's achieved. Now, I completely agree with the first part. He's been extremely unfortunate. But I do think it should diminish uh, what he's achieved because he's won one Premier League title. Now, it is unfortunate. I feel sorry for the lad. You know, he, 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 he's at his absolute peak at the same time as the greatest football manager of all time. But history books won't reflect that. The history books will show that Liverpool won the league once under his reign. And that's not good enough in over a 10-year period to be considered one of the greatest Premier League managers, to be put in the company of Mourinho and Guardiola and the like, then no, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, across four campaigns, City picked up 358 points, Liverpool 357. It sucks. I admit it's, it's hilarious, but it sucks. But that's the rubber of the green. That's how it goes. If he had been a manager 10 years prior, then yeah, he would probably be considered one of the all-time greats. But no, he just happens to always be second best. This is where I ultimately land on Jurgen Klopp. He has been the second best manager in the Premier League in the past decade. Now that is praise enough. That is one hell of an achievement. It doesn't. We shouldn't have to go overboard just because he's leaving. That is enough. That that is how it is for me. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm kind of Howard. I kind of want you to jump in just yeah, because I will. before I go go back to Steve, it'd be interesting to hear what you say yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay. Well. Sorry for sitting on the fence, but I'm somewhere in between. But, I am leaning, <laughs> but I'm leaning towards ASAN more than Steve, absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of ranking anyway, or best 11s, or who was best, or which had the best team. But if you, I would put him, if I had to, as like third or fourth best. And we've had the Premier League for 30 years now. It's such a hard discussion because football improves as well. I mean, I would not try and compare a team from 1995 with a team in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the latter would absolutely you know, absolutely thrash the first one. But there's not a lot. You can only uh, be good in the, in the, the period you work in. I would, but I'm, when ASAN started, I thought, oh, he's going to absolutely trash Klopp here. And then it took a sudden turn and he said he's one of the greatest. And I think he is. If you take your peak Klopp team, it would be one of the best five teams in Premier League history over a 30-year period. Trophies are relevant, but they're not everything. So, yeah, I'm basically the answer for me is absolutely in between. He's he is one of how many of the how many is the list of greatest managers over a 30-year period? Well, there's room there for at least five, and he is in the top five, undoubtedly, of best Premier League managers in the Premier League era, I would say. Of course, we're only talking Premier League, so we could talk, you know, you can widen it to what he did before he came to England. Mm, And his legacy hasn't finished yet. We don't know. It won't totally, whatever happens now this season, won't totally rewrite his legacy, but it could influence it if he finishes with two or three trophies this season. Yeah, we hate as fans to absolutely, to give any credit to rivals nowadays in the in the 
period of tribalism. And to be honest, we can do it quite comfortably with Klopp because we've got Guardiola. <laughs> so we can sit there going, he's brilliant, but hey. <laughs> yeah. And we can argue about the nonsense net spend and how he's done it. On a, you know, the nonsense of that, he's not had money to spend. At the end of the day, he maybe he's left because the Coutinho money is finally run out, but it doesn't matter about the Coutinho money. If he spent £600 million on a team and... S- Pep Guardiola spends six hundred million pounds on a team. It doesn't matter where the revenue came from; those teams should be equally competitive. He has had the funds, but he's not had as much as Pep. He has been a brilliant manager. Pep, though, has been even better, I would say. And yeah, I think you have to. You have to really, if you be totally impartial, say he's one of the great football uh, Premier League managers. Because I mean, I've got. The, the story is similar with Pep. I don't want to turn this into a Klopp versus Pep thing because that's not what this is. But I can tell you the first Pep had... Yeah, we could all read out the first City lineup under Guardiola and the changes he's made. The first Liverpool one with Mignolet, Klein, Skirtle, Sacco, Moreno, Leiva, Chan, Milner, Lallana, Coutinho, Origi. So both at City and Liverpool, you've got two managers who have transformed them, taken them onto the world stage, resurrected these teams to former glories, and he should be appreciated as much. It is bad luck that he's come up against Pep. I mean, it's not a a catch-all excuse. You can't just say, well, he he could have, you know, oh, if it wasn't for Pep. Well, yes, there are 19 other teams, and there will always be. You know, there was the huge United-Arsenal rivalry, well, yeah, there's always another team that's going to be up there and competing. You can't just have a, a free reign to go and win stuff. But he has come up against the greatest and a team that does have wealth. So you have to factor in the unfortunate timing of him being at Liverpool. He's won the Champions League as well, which you know, and he's won every trophy. So... Look, he's not the greatest Premier League. Uh, Mourinho himself, a, a guy... A, I find hard to uh, to give any credit to. I'd much rather give credit to Klopp than Mourinho, but that's a personal thing more than anything. Mourinho won three Premier Leagues, but he wasn't up against Pep. Well, not in England anyway. Uh, he won more trof- much more trophies, Mourinho, and for that reason, because you have to do take trophies partially into account, he sits above there, and Wenger sits above, perhaps because of how he changed English football as well. Klopp's influence was only on Liverpool, and that's not a criticism because for Liverpool fans, who cares if he's changing other clubs or the national game, whatever? That you're only you know you're only interested in your own club, and he has totally revitalised that club. He has to be one of the greatest, I think, not the greatest, but definitely one of the greatest Premier League managers. And the only way to gauge it, how did you react to the news when you heard he was leaving at the end of the season? I was absolutely mm. overjoyed. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.